All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tea Talks with Tawan. Here where we believe everybody needs a little TLC. You know what I'm talking about, that transformational lifestyle content that is going to help you with becoming your best self and creating your best life. And in this journey, in this gift called life, guess what? We all need a little TLC. This is going to be a special show. Um, this is April is Financial Literacy Month. And I was going to focus on financial literacy and we will pick that up on next Monday. But based on her story, her history and things that took place on last Thursday, I wanted to come and talk about our black girl magic. But I want to come and I want to say congratulations to Supreme Court Justice Katanja Brown Jackson last week we saw history made with her coming the first african-american supreme court justice um judge and that was something astonishing not only did we get to see her um win the confirmation but we also got to see our first african-american vice president preside over that and make the announcement so that was really history for us, her story, her history. And there is so much that can be talked about, gleaned from, and that we can truly, truly learn from what went on in the confirmation last week. Not only did was history made, but we got to see history continuously to repeat itself. And as many of you all know, um, I have a movement called Women Walking in Their Own Shoes. And a part of the movement is to help women to be a part of the shift that's taking place because we are breaking glass ceilings. We saw that last Thursday. We are making strives to make our mark in the community, um, in the workforce, in the workplace, and in business. So in doing that, there are some things that we have to do for ourselves to be prepared for when we break these glass ceilings, when we start creating our histories, and when we start doing things to empower who we are. Y'all, I'm going to take a hot second. I'm just going to jump over here right quick. Sorry about that. Um, I love, I love, love music. Didn't know if you could quite hear my music going on in the background, but I just wanted to make sure. Um, that no one, um, that no one can really hear my music and what's all going on in the background. So I want to jump in and I really want to talk about what are some of the things that we can glean from, learn from, from what happened on last Thursday. And we know that this is just the beginning of the fight. And as African-American women, and if you're a woman that is watching this, there are some different plights for us as African-American women. There are plights for women, period, when it comes to breaking glass ceilings. But there is a different plight for African-American women. And on last week, we got to see a whole lot of things play out that happens for when us women start taking our right, rightful places, showing up. As who we were created to be. One of the things I really, really want to talk about, as most of you all know, I am big on people having a vision for their life and having goals and moving towards some goals and being intentional about who they are, how they show up in the world. And what we got to see that was in excellence on last week. Katanja, 
Brown Jackson, she truly was an example of a woman walking in her own shoes. She definitely was an example of a woman who has a vision for her life, who was intentional about her career and where she wanted to go. And she wound up in one of the highest positions that she could be based off of her start of her career and occupation in the direction she could go in. So I want to first say, as we congratulate her, as we glean from her life, as we celebrate her, we should celebrate ourselves because us too can make history. Might not be as big as history as she made, but we definitely could be making history in our own lives, our own family and community. But in order to make that history, I do have to say that we have to be intentional about who we are we have to be very very intentional about who we are we need to have a vision for our life the the direction we want to go with our life and we need to be taking intentional steps on getting there but when i talk about the plight of african-american women every time we take one step two steps or three steps to get to where we want to go there is always going to be a fight and we have to be literally ready for the fight and on last week we got to see history made but we got to see history repeat itself and how um individuals showed up and how they treated judge katanja and what we got to see is what we always see when it comes to african-american women we know that these judgeships and going for the supreme justice we know these confirmations are grueling and it's grueling for everybody but it is it was especially grueling last week and those four days was a reminder a slap in the face and even an insult to most african-american women because while we are making great strides it showed that no matter what the strides was just that sad face with the tears no matter what the strive was we are still in the same place we are still in the same place our our what i want to say our accomplishments are not being recognized or appreciated, which is funny because when they were doing the confirmations and when they were making the vote, it was interesting to hear how people said that she was qualified, that she had all the pieces that was needed, but they still said no. Cause no matter what her skin and her gender played a big role. And as you decide to move up the corporate ladder, to become an entrepreneur and to make your strides, all the things we saw and witnessed on last week are the same things that we're going to be forced and to be faced and be faced with. And we need to learn, take some lessons out of her book on how we need to approach that. Now I was doing some research because I love anything that studies about women. I love, I love, love, love just thinking about women and how we can thrive and we can move. But there are three 
impressions that people have about African-American women. And we need to unpack that because when we start taking our steps to move in the directions we're moving for our greatness, we need to know what, how society looks at us, decide what group do we think they put us in and figure out how do we navigate the stereotypes that have been against us. So one of the things is a strong black and legendary woman. And when you think about that, they think about women like Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Tooth, and, you know, people who have persevered and who've made it and who have made history, which Katanja did on last week. So that's one category. And truthfully, even when you fall in this legendary category, they think you are the exception to the rule but there's still no respect for you and what you do. Then it's this one that I think every African-American woman falls in, and that's the strong black woman legend. And this is, if you don't know the history of where this comes from, the strong black woman syndrome or legend came from Amos and Andy, the radio show that came out and they depict women, African-American women as being sassy and dominant. And that is just, that has stayed with us, but the sassy and the dominant was not in a nice feminine way, but in a controlling, overbearing, negative connotation. So if you didn't know that, we need to definitely know what people think about us and where it comes from. The other one is the Jezebel <laughs> video vixen. You know, the one that's over-sexualized. And you know, that just comes from the Bible. If you know your Bible, you know that's where, you, where that comes from. So when we look at Judge Katanja, which one does she fall in? She falls in the legendary one, but they were looking at her also as being a strong black woman, which goes with being an angry, strong black woman. And everything that was done to her last week was to irritate her to the point where she would not show up legendary, but where she would show up as that angry, strong black woman. And as you are navigating within your workplace, within your business, in school, wherever you are, you gotta be careful not to fall into those pitfalls that are set up to put you and label you as the stereotype. Because all they wanted to do is for her to have one reaction and so they can say, see, this is why she's not fit. No matter what of her qualifications, no matter that she's more qualified than most of them, had more experience than any of them, one reaction would have disqualified her. And that's what happens to us. That's why it is important. Hear me when I'm saying, that's why it is so important for us as African-American women to, um, Horn in on our soft skills, but definitely get under control our emotional intelligence. How we respond and react and our perspective to the things that come against us, because those are the things that will be used against us. Now, if you are in the comment, I'm going to take a minute to stop. If you're in the comment, please leave a comment, talk back to me. I just don't want to be talking to you. Tell me what you feel and what you think about what happened last week. What did you observe? And let's talk about it and let's, let's unpackage that a little bit more because 
there, believe it or not, um, there were a lot of strange reactions. A lot of African-American women and women in general thought what was done was totally disrespectful. It was to the highest height of disrespect to any person who has gone through that confirmation process. And you know, had that been a white man, a white woman, and maybe a black man, an African-American man, that would not have happened. They would not have been asking questions that were unrelated to the position in which she was trying to be confirmed from. You know, they would not definitely be asking her, be asking, how do you define woman? Now, we know they had an underlying agenda of why they did that, but it was a disgrace. And it makes it hard. Let's be very clear. It makes it hard for women like ourselves who are trying to break through these glass ceilings where we are, who are working to be women walking in our own shoes and pushing forward to be the best. It can be depressing to know that this is the type of opposition that you're going to have to face and how you're going to handle it and because we're going to talk about that piece as well um candace said i agree with your assessment it bothered me to watch their behavior towards her and also encouraged me and how she responded and not reacted and that's why i'm saying emotional intelligence is key because she knows who she is she knows who she is. She's very clear about the person that she is. She's very, she was very clear coming in the door that it was warfare, that they were going to be coming against her and that she had to be prepared. And the lesson that we can take from her is when we're, when we're operating and moving in these different places, we need to all, we need to play chess and not checkers. She understood the assignment. She knew that she was going to be baited for those four days. And they came out the gate baiting her. And that's something that we also have to take and we have to look at when we are operating and we're moving in our greatness. And especially when you are um, breaking glass ceilings, when you are changing history and you're making a difference, the opposition gets harder, tougher and worse. I know y'all probably say, what she mean, harder, tougher work? I'm just trying to throw out every word out there. The opposition becomes, the force becomes greater and greater for the greater levels that you're going to. So you definitely have to be in position and ready. And the position you have to be in is not the position of that one I talked about, that strong, black, angry woman. That's not, you don't want to show up as Medea, Okay. Because that was the example they used as a strong, black, angry woman was Medea. Huh? Who also in all, her, in all the movies that Tyler Perry does when Medea shows up is always imparting wisdom and giving you a life lesson. Something that you can walk away and glean from and change who you are as a person. Well, okay, it's come from a strong, black woman. Just saying the perception that people. So we really, truly have to work on our perception. We have to work on our inner being and become happy and confident in who we are. Because when you are in these board meetings, if you are a manager and you're sitting in these meetings, especially if you're sitting in the meetings and you are the only woman, if you are the only African-American woman, you have to be empowered. And you have to empower yourself. Because there might not be a Cory Booker in the room who's going to try to celebrate you. Or come to the rescue when they start tearing you down. Or try to tear you down. So 
I say all that to say that she handled it with grace and we need to learn how to handle those type of situations with grace. We have to learn how to step back and not take it personal, even though we know it's a personal attack. Because one thing she had to remember was why she was there and what the end goal was. And sometimes we forget the purpose in there because the attack is so personal and so hurtful that we can't see anything outside of that. You cannot let your emotions dictate you. That's why it's so important to get your feelings under control because truthfully, your feelings will make you get up and go smack somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about with that? And I'm not going to go no further with that. I'm going to let's see. Candace said, we definitely deal with that in our professional lives. I always have to figure out, deal with those type of people at my own job. Yes. And if you're a woman in management, and I know Candace, and I know she's a woman in management, and she's in a predominantly white male environment, she has to fight to stand her ground. And we really should not have to fight because we come to the table just as qualified and equipped as anybody else. But I want to say another thing that I paid close attention to Katanji last week is even though they interrupted her 950 million times, she listened carefully and closely. Your communication skills have to be on point. And she was using all of her communication skills, you know, the active listening, repeating what was said and making sure that she answered the question that was being asked not giving no more information if giving any information and that's smart remember i said as we navigate this and we're trying to move towards breaking the glass ceilings and whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish and we find ourselves fighting against all the stereotypes of african-americans this is why it's crucial that you know how to play chess and not checkers she was very strategic in how she responded to the questions, what feedback she gave. She even was able to have a poker face almost. Now, some of the things she just couldn't have a poker face for because, again, how do you define woman? a woman? You know, that's just a shocking question, period. Your automatic look is like this. Now, she didn't do that. That probably would have been my look on my face. But, you know, she was able to keep her composure. So we got to understand the importance of how to keep your composure when you're in these situations. Because, again, they're looking for us to be the angry black woman, the strong, angry black woman. And let me be very clear. Most of us, if not 95% of us are angry black women because we have many things to be angry for that they want to dismiss overlook and tell us to get over they don't understand our fight they don't understand our plight and with all that we have to go through to show up in our excellence and in our greatness and to have to fight everybody that comes against us we have to fight the white male the white female and even the african-american male so we always have to be in a posture to defend ourselves and being in that the posture to defend yourself all the time. At some point in time, that weighs on your psyche and that does cause you to be a little bitter and angry. And truthfully, we have always had to be strong. 
it is our strength that helps you sit in front of a male counterpart and female counterpart and have to endure what she had to endure for four days. So what am I, I haven't said a lot. I, I got so much I want to say about this. It's not even funny, but we talked about how it's important that you have a vision and goal for your life. That's what got her where she was on yesterday. I mean, got her in the confirmation and got her confirmed. Not only was it her goals and her visions that helped get her there, but I believe her level of an emotional intelligence, her having a clear understanding of who she is and being in control and understanding the dynamics of the fight that she's in, because it is always a fight. And you have to understand that you got to always understand that you are playing chess. You're never playing checkers. We never play checkers with anybody. We're always playing chess. We have to be strategic about everything. We have to be strategic about our body language. We got to be strategic about the words that we say. We got to be strategic about our attitude, how we respond. Everything about what we do have to be strategic to the point that we do not get set up. We do not set ourselves up to fall into the stereotypes that they have already set up for us. So, whoo. So your emotional intelligence, communication skills. I said our personal development, soft skills need to be on point. That's why it's so important that you self-invest, that you take the time to invest in yourself, not just learn the skill that you need for your job, but learn the skill of how to be effective leader. And the first person that you, the first thing that you have to lead is yourself. So how to be an effective leader of you. So in order for you to, uh, to rise to the occasion that you need to arise to, you first have to know how to lead yourself. And that will assist you in being able to lead others. There's so much that we have to do to show up in our excellence. And while we watched those confirmations last week, we would, and while we came up on top, her story, her history, we still seem like we're back 400 years ago. Women should not have to be going through none of this at this point in time in our lives. We should not have to be jumping through hoops to prove ourselves. But most important, when we show up in the workplace, we definitely should not have to be so disrespected and have to swallow and sit there and ingest all the indignation disrespect and discord that could possibly be thrown at you that should we should not be in that place at that time chris says it makes no difference to the old boy network and others and how qualified she is in fact when reviewing her experience and qualification she was more qualified oh yes she was she was definitely more quali most qualified. And let me tell you what the problem is. As we are rising, breaking these ceilings, as we are changing history, as we have in many different ways, and they have seen African-American women from Harriet Tubman to join the truth, Maya Angelou, break these ceilings. They know what our potential is, and they're scared. They understand that we are a threat, and they want to keep that good old white boy network or that good old network 
together. They do not want us to infringe upon what they have already built and established as the network or how society is supposed to look. Because what they don't want us to do is start changing things and making things equal. And they know we have the capacity to do that. They know it. So they do everything that they could possibly do to hinder us from showing up excellent. So we have to constantly work on who we are, build who we're going to be, how we're going to show up in the world so we don't show up as the stereotypes that they have. And when uh, the one the stereotypes I talked about being a um, strong black woman, a legend, they don't believe as many of us that can be legendary. So we fall in one of the other ones. We're either a strong, angry black woman or we are a Jezebel video vixen. And we know more of us probably, like I said, fall in that third category as a strong, black, angry woman. Come on, y'all. I want y'all to keep giving me some feedback. We always have to be better than <laughs> Candy said we always have to be better than the rest. Yes, we do. We always have to show up better than anybody. We have to work not two times as hard, but 10 times as hard as our counterparts. We become more qualified because let's, let's be very clear. Women and then African-American women invest in their education. They invest in themselves. So we come as a threat. And that presents a problem for how society sees us and where they want to keep us. I'm going to take a few minutes. We're going to go. Um, I'm just going to do a little commercial. Then we're going to come back because I want to talk about when we come back. Because um, one of the things that had to happen on last week, Katanja, Judge Katanja did not have the freedom to speak up against how she was treated. She didn't have the option like some of the other judges who came forth in front of this committee to um, behave in a manner that was not becoming. There's a whole lot of things that she had to just sit and ingest. And there's a cost to us when we have to do that. So we're going to do a quick commercial, then we're going to come back and we're going to kind of talk about that for a minute. Um, I want to thank our sponsor, Tea Lovers Cafe, for um, being a sponsor to Tea Talks. You know, if you are following us on Facebook, I appreciate it. If you are watching this from YouTube, I want you to go ahead and hit that little bell. So when we come on every Monday, because we do Tea Talks every Monday, just about, um, regarding all things that will help you become your best self and create your best life. We're giving you that transformational lifestyle content that you need to assist you in this journey and this gift called life. 
Um, if you wasn't here at the beginning, as many of you may know or may not know, April is Financial Literacy Week. Next week when we come back, we're going to have a guest. We're going to talk about the importance of every woman having life insurance, how you can use life insurance towards your success and towards your financial well-being. So make sure you hit that bell so you can get notification for when I come on because it's very important that not only that we put ourselves, we set ourselves up to show up in the world great in our occupation and personally, but we got to make sure that our financial life is also in place because that contributes towards our overall success as well. So right before we left, I was talking about how um, in the confirmations on last week, we watched um, Judge Katanja really get hit with a lot of blows. We really did. They hit below the belt. Um, it was really embarrassing in the manner in which the confirmations were held. Um, the, the, the level of disrespect that we got to witness was remarkable to me. I mean, it was just amazing to see it at that level. And like I said, I am thankful for um, Senator Cory Booker, who stepped in and he congratulated her and told her she deserved to be where she was. And we got to see a moment of... Um, a moment of her to show her humanity because really they were trying to strip her of her humanity when she was there. And we got to see her show her emotions. But let me say as African-American women and the disrespect and the hits that we take for trying to be great or for being great and for showing up for how we were created to be, we pay a great cost for it because while she was sitting there, and she was being dehumanized. She was being disrespected. She was um, being criticized by some of the decisions that she made that people didn't agree with. And everything that they criticized of her, her voice had to be silent. And we're living in a time when we're saying don't silence your voice. But when we're talking about being a woman walking in your own shoes, breaking them glass ceilings and moving towards the greatness that you deserve and achieving the sense you deserve, sometimes there needs to be silence. Sometimes you have to be quiet. She could not show up and fight for herself. All she could do was sit there in grace probably pray internally, God, get me through this. Help me not to show how I'm truly feeling so I won't fall into the stereotypes that they said. Even though she had a very stern face, I think that's something that's good as a judge because you never want people to know what you're feeling or thinking because you're supposed to be impartial as a judge when it comes to certain things. But there is a price that we pay for when we are disrespected at such a high level like that, or at any level, when we cannot speak up for ourselves. And that price is anxiety. We have to internalize everything that is said and brought against us. And if you do not have an outlet for that, I see some sad faces on there. If you do not have an outlet for all those things that you... Um, and just internally, it can cause you not only physiological, but psychological issues. Because there's only but so much a person can take. I don't care how strong of a black woman you are. I don't care how strong you are. 
there will there can be a breaking point and i'm just going to go back to this when i said earlier a breaking point that will make you get up and go smack somebody okay so we have to figure out as we are navigating our level of greatness as we are navigating how our career our business and how we're going to show up in the world we have to truly have some level of self-care in place to help us deal with those things that we have to ingest because we ingest so much there has to be a release we have to be able to release it what i loved about the confirmation is she had her daughter sitting right there her husband was there her daughter was sitting right there her daughter and her husband and that was support but they couldn't come over and hug her at the time she had to sit and she had to embrace. And I mean, can you imagine, y'all? You just got to sit and you just have to smile. And after a while, we do get tired of smiling. So you have to devise some type of plan. Remember, I told you that when we're walking in our greatness and we're showing up doing our black girl magic, we are playing chess. We're not playing checkers. And because we are playing chess, we have to be strategic about how we take care of our mental capacity because we're never going to get beyond people feeling that it's okay to disrespect us and dishonor us when we're standing in our greatness. While we would, we have come far, we still have not come far enough. Last week was proof of that. So you have to put some type of plan in place that will allow you to have somebody to be accountable to you and what will allow you to be able to release and let some of that toxic go because as you hold on to that that toxic stays in your body and when you don't have a release that toxic starts to turn into cancer ulcers anxiety depression and high levels of stress high blood pressure Thing, things that could cause us to have a stroke or a heart attack. So you got to be able and have something in place that helps to take care of your physical well-being. I know we all want to be the best that we want to be, but could you imagine after the four days? After Thursday, could you imagine she probably just went home and just said, I just want to get a good night's sleep and, and just recenter herself because a lot has happened. So you have to have a plan in place, something that helps you to restore and regenerate, rejuvenate yourself. Because it's only but so much that we can take, period, point blank. I don't care how strong we, we try to show up as. Because see, when do I don't know if y'all remember, and if you do, just say, yeah, I remember this part of the confirmation when Cory Booker actually gave her, and other people gave her a comment compliment but for me for him he just really showed up when he said you deserve to be here when the tears were falling or the tear or tears were falling down i think there were not just tears of happiness but it was a release of the frustration that she was feeling because she could not defend herself the frustration that had to sit there and be belittled and dehumanized as a person as a woman I believe it was a release for her to just do like this. So in the, she, she found the time during her stress, most stressful moment where she could, excuse me, y'all, where she could truly just release and let go 
some of that. Yeah, you said you seen that part. And so I believe her tears were too part. It was happiness because somebody in Raleigh, let's, let's be clear, the Democrats was coming. They were they were rallying for her, but nobody was coming like Cory Booker. Nobody just was. He was just showing up for her. He was being with the husband would have been if he could have spoke. He was being where her daughter would have been if they could have spoke. And I'm telling you, we need Cory Booker's in our workplace, in our personal lives, because when we endure these types of atrocities against us, when these things happen against us, we need to have a safe place where we can release. We need to be able to go somewhere and speak about how we feel or when somebody gives us permission <laughs> to let the tears release. Um, I read an article and um, Judge Katanji was saying that when she was walking um, outside and she was walking across the yard, she saw another African-American woman. And she said she was feeling just really um, down at the time. You know, she just was like, like, because this is what happens when you constantly be attacked. You know, she needed a reprieve. She was outside trying to get some air, trying to restore herself. So she could go back and face. And she said, when the, the woman walked past her, another African-American, she said, you got this. You're going to be okay. And you deserve that. And she said they gave her a level of peace to go back and face everything else she had to continue to face to get through the confirmation. And I tell you this to say this, it's important that we have people that we can entrust. Now, this was a stranger who could see the stress probably in her face and in her body. Because as women, we carry our stress in our body. Uh, uh, Chris said, yes, I saw that Paul She exhaled during that time he was speaking on behalf. Yes, she did. Because let's be clear, y'all. It is hard to just sit and keep taking those constant mental, emotional, verbal attacks. So you have to be able to exhale at some point in time because you you know, truthfully, she wasn't holding her breath, but she was holding her breath. Like, when will this be over? So it's important. Hear me when I say when we're talking about being a woman of excellence, walking in our own shoes, reaching our highest heights, our self-care has to be important. We have to have people who will be accountable for us, people who will speak life into our life and people who can come rescue us when we need to be rescued. It was a point in the confirmation that she said when she has to rescue herself. But we're not going to talk about that. So we need these things in your life because if you don't have these, internalizing all that will cause some level of sickness, be it psychological or physiological. And we don't want none of that because we can't be legendary. We can't create history being sick. And let me be very clear. They understand when they keep imparting and keep hitting us and keep hitting us and hitting us and giving all this. They know that we're internalizing because we can't fight back. They know most people, would, some people are not going to show up and fight for us. And they know that it will make us literally sick. It is research that is now out here talking about how for the African-American woman, for taking such disrespect and being strong black women and having to handle all this, how it is causing us to be sick. And that's why we're dying of high blood pressure. That's why we're having strokes. And that's why we're suffering from depression so much. Can't say that's why it's so important when you say we have to make self-care priority. Yes. The higher 
ago. Okay, I don't know if y'all ever heard this saying, with new levels come new devils. So you know you got new devils that's going to show up. And every time you go to a new level, you can't stay at the same level of self-care you were. You have to change your level of self-care as well. That's why it's important that you align yourself with people who understand the importance of who you are, where you're going. They're moving in the same direction, and they can be your errand. They can come hold you up. Remember, Moses needed somebody... He needed help. He needed somebody to hold him up on the left and the right. We all need that. That's a part of your self-care. And we have more overweight. Yes, we do. We do have more overweight and unhealthy women because guess what we do? We feed that negativity with food and alcohol and sometimes drugs and sometimes sex. That's why they can see us being over-sexualized and cause us Jezebels. See, we're kind of fighting a losing battle, believe it or not. It's going to still take time, 400 years, and we still haven't changed anything. We got an African-American vice president. We got an African-American Supreme Judge, judge, and things still has not changed. We have got, we had the first African-American woman in the White House as the first lady. Things still have not changed for who we are and how we show up. So I want to encourage every woman who sees this video, show it to your little girls, to your daughters, your nieces, your even show it to the men in your life, because men have a responsibility too for helping to change the stereotypes of African American women. We have a role to play in not being seen as strong, angry black women, not being seen as Jezebels, but other people have responsibilities as well to not buy into the stereotypes and to change it, like in the workplace. If you are in the work environment, you need to correct people when they are buying into these stereotypes. You need to bring it to their attention. See, there are times when we need to be silent, but there are also times when we need to speak up. If we don't want to keep fighting against these stereotypes, then we also have to open our mouths to bring attention to when people are doing it. And it's hard because when you do, you know what you're going to have to do. The moment you open your mouth, you got to get in position and ready to fight because they're going to challenge all that black girl magic, okay? They're going to tell you that you're being oversensitive. It's not always about um, gender. It's not always about race. And guess what? It is. And then you're going to have to teach them why it is. Because guess what? When they have never walked in your own shoe, walked in your shoes, they don't understand the perspective of where you're coming from. Only people who can identify with what is the plight of African-American women are African-American women. Some men seem to get it, but they still have never walked in the shoes of a woman, just like we've never walked in their shoes. So we don't understand all of their plights. So self-care, you have to make your self-care important. You have to have a plan for how you plan on dealing with the battles that come with showing up in your greatness. We all need to continue to show up in our business, in the workplace, and be the best that we can be. Make the changes that we need to make. Be an impact, be an influence. But I first want you to make the change and be the impact and influence for yourself. Remember earlier I said that the one first person you gotta learn how to lead is yourself. So learn how to lead you. And a part of leading you is also knowing how to lead yourself towards taking care of your physical and your mental well-being. Your physical and mental well-being is vitally important to your overall success. 
You cannot achieve success if you're sick. Your mental capacity has to be taken care of. Your emotional capacity needs to be worked on and your physical capacity needs to be addressed. And you need to give that attention, not sometimes, but daily. You need to feed those pieces of you every day. That's why I love affirmations because affirmations are words that build you up and support you. And that's why it's important that you speak affirmations over your life. It can be a Bible scripture. It can be something out like that book. Everybody needs a little TLC. It, wherever you get your affirmations from, but you need to be speaking positive words over yourself as a part of your self-care. You need to be eating properly. You need to be drinking water, hydrating yourself. You need to really exercise because exercise helps with stress. These are all of the things that we need when we show up in our greatness. These are the things that help you sit in front of your committee, whatever your committee is, your um, the staff meetings you sit in, the um, boards you sit in front of. This will help you sit there and show up as your true authentic self and be comfortable and confident in who you are. Because a part of how a part of self-care is self-love. And your self-love will make sure that you take care of yourself. It's your self-love that will make you go for your dreams and your goals. And it's your self, it's your self-love, I'm sorry, that will make you go for your dreams and goals, that will push you towards your greatness, that will motivate you. And it is your self-love that will recognize that you need to take care of your physical and your mental and your emotional. So again, I want to say congratulations to Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. I want to say congratulations to all the women who have watched this and who's going to watch this. And I want to say congratulations to all the men who are celebrating and supporting women and walking in their excellence in their own shoes and showing up and being who they were created to be. Us walking in our excellence is not an easy job. And it's not for the faint of hearts. Everybody can't do it. That's why we don't have many legendary people. And that's why most of us are seen as angry black women. But I want to encourage you, if you take nothing away from this tea talk today, as an African-American woman, do your part is not showing up. I know you're angry. I know you that you're upset about how you being disrespected, how she was disrespected, how our mother, our grandmothers, and our daughters are continuously to be disrespected, dishonored, how we have to work five times harder than anybody else, how we're the first ones to get up and the last ones to go down. I know that we are angry that men do not um, come to our rescue all the time, but learn to deal with your anger. If that means going to counseling and getting counseling, Go to counseling, get in counseling. If it means journaling, like I said, that support system that you have that you can talk to, it is vitally important that you work on that and you not show up as the stereotype that they say. And you have to work on why you're angry. We all have the right to be angry. I'm not going to tell you not to own that feeling. I was so angry last week. I could not even watch one day because I was like, this right here make me want to go smack somebody. Yeah, it did. It made me, I was so hurt by how she was being treated and how she had to sit there. And 
it's funny because I had a meeting. See, I'm going I'm to keep it real. I'm very transparent. I'm going to keep it very honest with you. I had a meeting when I was going to be the only African-American in the meeting. And some of the things that they were saying in the meeting, and every time I went to say something, this one person kept talking over top of me. And I said, we're not going to have this today. And when I was starting to feel something rise up, I said, hmm. I had to bring it down. Because my anger for what I watched in the confirmations, my anger how I was being treated. See, it's hard not to show up at that strong black angry woman. Because everybody gets angry when they're disrespected. Let's be very clear. No man likes to be disrespected. White or black, Asian or any race likes to be disrespected. And when you feel like you cannot fight for yourself, it makes you angry. So we do have to own it. But when I felt it rising up, y'all, because it was, whoo! rising and my and, and this is how i knew it was rising because i said wait a minute and when i saw my head bobbing at zoom i said whoop, whoop, whoop. and i sat back and i had to count back with 10 nine 10 nines 10 nine because that's how angry i was eight seven six five four three two one and i said hey bill i was trying to give you some information from my organization but you have over talked to me three times when you speak i'm very respectful and i hear you out all i'm asking is that you give me the same and if we have a problem with that then i think we need to address that but this is not going to be the form for it so do can i have the opportunity to share from my organizational standpoint what we need so you can hear it because there are other organizations represented here now, can I tell you how many women I aimed me after the meeting? It was like, thank you, Tawan, because he always over-talking us. Why like, I don't say anything. I just couldn't take it because watching the confirmation just pissed me off, y'all. I'm not going to lie. And I just say all that again to say that we have to work on our emotional intelligence, how we see things, how we respond to things. We have to find sympathy in what other people are doing. Um, I didn't have no sympathy for anybody in the Senate and all that mess that they did because we know what they were doing. They was trying to hold on to their, the old boy network. But you do have to look at it from the other person's perspective. That's a part of emotional intelligence. But you got to be real strong and confident in who you are. And you got to be willing you have to be willing to speak up when it's time to speak up and know when it is that time to speak up and don't be scared to use your voice i want to again congratulate you all because when when judge katanji brown jackson won last week we all won that was a victory for all of us i want to ask you to show up as your true authentic self be the best of best version of yourself Give your all in all to whatever you do. Make your history if it's just for yourself, for your family. Make history in, in your community. Don't stop showing up. We were created to be great. Our fight is a fight. We have a lot of things that we still have to continue to push against. Don't be scared to push against. Find you a tribe that will support you, that will help you. Invest in yourself. Invest in your well-being, invest in your self-love, invest in your self-care, invest in you showing up and being the best person that you can and creating the best life you can for yourself personally and professionally. I thank you for always joining me here on T-Talks. Remember I said April is um, financial literacy month. 
we cannot be women walking in our own shoes and we don't have um, life insurance. We don't have savings. We're not investing. So I want you to come and I want you to come here. My guest speakers, I'm going to have some guest speakers. It won't be me imparting into you and sharing. So come and show up. These are the two speakers who are going to be with us at our Women Walking in Their Own Shoes Empowerment Tea on June 26th. Um, if you don't know anything about it, you're definitely going to want to be this because it's going to be a powerful panel. We're going to be talking about the finances and how we can get ourselves in order. Uh, this is important. Our finances is important. Women, we got to show up. We got to show up like like Judge Katanji Brown did, Brown Jackson did. We have to show up. We might not be at her level, but we are at a level that we can make a difference. I thank you. Remember, everybody needs a little TLC. Yes, that tender loving care, because that's what helps us with our self-care and self-love. But most importantly, I'm talking about that transformational lifestyle content that helps you with becoming your best self and creating your best life. Until next Monday, have a good one. Did y'all hear my music in here? I'm just wondering, did, did, did y'all hear my music? Let me know. Send me a message. <laughs>